0: the far side. Here he is now, looking to maybe let the shot go. Just steered past the keeper into the left-hand corner and Tilly, cha-ching for him, he's doubled his money and registered his second, the Dons' second this evening. Of comes in from the left-hand side. It goes beyond Davison. Bugill on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a brilliant finish by Omar Bugill. Oh, what a finish. It's in towards McLean. Oh, he's found the second goal for the Dons. It's absolutely incredible! Oh, it's a brilliant save from Nick Zanev. <laughs> Tipped it wide, just when it was destined for the top right-hand corner. And it comes from Tilly, in towards the end of the 6 yard box. Post going up! And now it is headed in! And it is Ryan Johnson! Oh, and it's his first touch of the ball! And he's made it 2-0! what a nonchalant bit of control as well, up against Milsom, Tillion so you now with a shot pass, the keeper, oh, it's a superb
1: goal! Hi guys, it's Bassi here. Hi, I'm Oman Begill. Hi, I'm Terry Skiverton. Hi, I'm Hussein Billa. Hi, right, Bezo here. Alright, lads. I'm Ali Hammadi. Hello, I'm Johnny Jackson and you are listening to the official AFC Wimbledon podcast. Come on, you dons!
2: Hello everybody and welcome on to the official AFC Wimbledon podcast on what is a busy old week at the football club. A bit more of a lighter episode for you this week as we sit down with two hugely important cogs in the Wimbledon Academy. Ben Ewing and Jack Matthews are with us. Next it's a bit of a casual sit down with Ali Alhamadi and Jack Curry plus a few special guests along the way. But first up, we chat at the training
1: ground with Ben Ewing and Jack Matthews. So my name is Jack Matthews. Um, I'm going into my, this will be my eighth season at AFC Wimbledon, I'm the academy head of coaching or the head of academy coaching and the under 21 individual player development coach. So my role is typically uh, coaching the coaches on a day-to-day basis, um, working with them regarding their development action plans and some like core competencies that we value at Wimbledon. So I try and get out on the grass as much as possible and observe coaches, work with them, review, reflect. Um, and then typically on a, on a Friday, sometimes on a Monday, I'll have a, a small group of first, second or third year pros. Um, typically the guys that are out on loan. And we continue to work on some individual player and position specific uh, development.
3: Hi, I'm Ben Newin. I'm the foundation phase manager. So I oversee the um, under sevens, whole way through to the under 11s on their programme. Day to day, so working with them kind of of the evenings, their uh, games program over Saturday and Sunday on the weekends, but then just during the week, just support Simon Clark, the A team's lead and assist, and just support him where, where needed.
2: All action here at the training ground as the first team prepare for their game against Harrogate. Um, thanks for having us, by the way. Yeah, thanks everyone's, for coming. everyone's just had a, a spot of lunch, just hearing sort of the canteen being put back together. Is it a bit of a different day for you when they're all going off doing their things and you get a bit of respite here and a bit of quiet.
1: Yeah, a bit of quiet. Um, a bit of quiet does help. But the days that they're in it, it feels like a football club, um, and it's great to see that. And I think it's something that we've always had at Wimbledon, where the like the academy and the the academy staff and the and the first team, like they mix. It's not a completely separate building, and I think that adds to the culture that we um, uh, that we have at Wimbledon. So. No, for sure, it's like it's quiet, and you can make the most of that. But at the same time, the the buzz, especially when the team's winning, is it you know it's a really really good place and, and a lively place to be. The
2: academy's been such a fruitful part of this football club for a while now. What is was it, twenty six players before the season started? When you think about the, the numbers that are coming through, I mean, it just gets bigger and bigger, and and the homegrown players keep coming through. Ben.
3: Yeah, I think the biggest. Well, oh, you just see it coming in this morning after Sassu's had his first start and got ninety minutes on the weekend, and the buzz not only for the first-team part of the building, but in the academy office that he's had his first start. It's won a credit on the staff that have worked with him, but also a credit for the whole whole academy.
2: I, I want you guys to dish the dirt on, on some of the boys, on the Aaron Sassus, on the Morgan Williams of this world.
1: I think, I think one of the things that, um, things that people notice about players that come for at Wimbledon is um, socially they're... Socially, they're competent. A lot of the boys, they come through and they've got good social qualities. They're leaders. They're able to uh, self-manage. They take ownership over their own development. Um, And I think that's something that, you know, because as you can see, we don't have all the money in the world and we don't have all the resources, but one area that we can make really, really big strides in that the players then take into their careers, personally and professionally, is the the social stuff. So I'd say Jack's a good example of somebody who's socially very, very competent, strong, secure in himself has got good, um, you know, self-leadership um, skills. And he's, like, he's competitive. He's aggressive and he's competitive and assertive. And he takes that into, you know, into his 1v1 duels and takes that onto the pitch. He believes in his ability. And I could say the same about the others, you know, Isaac Ogendier and Hussbiller and, you know, plenty of guys that we've had come through in the past. So I'd say that's one thing that, you know, we're proud about. But is he
2: a good boy? <laughs>
1: is he a good boy? I'd say he's a good boy, yeah.
2: He's a good He's, he's, why, why are we going on that it's, I look at all the other players taking their snacks and bits and pieces iPads to go on, on the coach up to Harrogate it's a long journey and he's got his homework in his bag for, for his uni course so you know, full respect to him for actually thinking I'm going to go and study it's, yeah totally it's it's, he,
1: he obviously he uses his time wisely um, I think he started his degree last year um, he finds time to fill it in I think his tutors are really understanding around his schedule um, and it's good because you know, for every footballer, there will be a time when they're not playing football. And you know, as you can see, he's already preparing for that. So, whilst his focus is, is on his football in the present, you know, being able to think about life after football as well just shows, you know, shows what he's um, what he's able to consider and manage.
2: I want to talk to you about another fullback, Isaac Ogunde, who's come through and really shone this season. He's been a fantastic performer on the right. I think in, in, in a time where a lot of people thought that the club maybe would have to go out and, and source a new right back from outside we've found one, he's our own, he's, he's homegrown, and he's, an, he's another really nice boy. I mean, you talk about the characters, Ben. Um, again, with Isaac, he's, he's got that Wimbledon ethos, but he's also, he's very personable.
3: I think, biggest one for me, so Jack's worked with him a lot day to day, but I saw Isaac when he was out on loan at Leatherhead, um, step three at the time, and they were losing every single week. I think they'd gone for a couple of managers and he weren't getting in the team. But knowing him from at Wimbledon, I knew what ability he had, what level he could easily be playing. And for me, kind of, he's kind of that, the character, or the, the character he'd built in his time in the academy was always gonna put him in good stead to fight to get back in the team under a new manager. Lots of change, used to having chaos and on, having to take ownership of his own environment. And I feel he took that when new managers coming at Leverhead, when he then came back at Wimbledon. And that just kind of shows what a person he is to fight to get back in the team at Wimbledon, and now cemented a starting place at the moment.
2: Tell me about him being captain of the under-18s though.
1: Mm. Um, so, so at the time he was in the under-18s, I was in a slightly different role. I didn't work with him as much, but it was credit to, um, you know, staff members like Rob Tuvey and James Oliver Pearce, who's obviously moved on to Reading. Um, Holtz was a, a resilient and robust individual, he was you know, typically a right-sided defender but he, he ended up playing even youth cup games at left back um, and he's just, he's always been, um, he's had that ability just to cover ground and affect all three thirds. Um, he looks after himself, he enjoys a game of golf away from football but he can be counted on and dependable to you know, to give his best performance like week in, week out and he's still learning, he's got loads of areas that, that he'll want to improve but you can see that um, you know the the hundreds of games that he's played. You know for the uh, Wimbledon Academy, he's now taking on to, um you know taking into that, that first team environment.
2: Someone else who's, who's really thrived this year is Morgan Williams. I mean, his impact oh. in the first team has been electric, and he's won a lot of plaudits. Ben.
3: Yeah. So for me, kind of in my role, I've I've worked with him at the back end of last year, um, and seen him go through the end part of his journey but with my current role working from under sevens to under 11s, I kind of see where he would have come in, come in as an under seven at that pre-academy age group, and to be able to try and visualise now what he would have been through at that period of his of his start of his football journey to where he's got to now, and the experiences I know that he would have picked up through, through the different stages of the academy system probably only put him into good stead where he is now, and you can see that with the kind of... Well, well-mannered, the professional-like kind of character he is today.
2: You guys are such coaches, the way you're speaking about these players. I mean, there's no, no, no juice given out on them. I mean, what can you tell us about Morgan Williams as, as, a, as a young man? What's he like?
1: Morgan was... Um Again, probably not somebody that I've worked particularly closely with, but uh, again, shout out to, to James, who who's, has been a part of our first team coaching staff and a previous member of the academy, Haseeb Saeed, who um, was at the academy um, a decade, as well as Rob. But um, Morgan was the oldest of, uh, of, or is the oldest of three brothers. Um, all brothers, intensely competitive and, and all good sportsmen across a number of different sports. I think, as you know, you know, Morgan said that he, he picked back up his piano, um, but he's got, again, a real, like, tough competitive you know aggressive style on the football pitch where he's able to you know to have have dominate and succeed in, a, in his own personal battle with the opposition midfielder um very very clever smart needs to be challenged um super fit i remember the year that that james had him in the in the youth phase uh, at 15 16 and you know morgan had uh, i think he'd he'd sent her a uh, a shot of himself with a a incredibly lean physique, um, and I remember that really stuck with James so he'd he'd attacked his pre season. Um, you know, and he, he 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 let his he let his football do the talking but he put in the hard work off the pitch, he'd done his, his you know, his preseason, his conditioning and, you know, it showed. So yeah, all credit to him.
2: what is the secret behind our production line? Because again, fantastic players coming through, good characters we haven't talked about Aaron Sasu, we haven't talked about Paris Lott, Marcel Campbell, all these players that we're so excited to go and watch on a Saturday afternoon at Plough Lane. You guys have been working mm. behind the scenes over a number of years with these guys. You've seen them grow from from, from children to, to young adults.
1: I think um, I I think I think simply and that like there's a lot more to it, um, but I think in simple terms we've had really good people just doing really good things. Um, you know, so so Mark Robinson, James Oliver Pierce, Rob Turvey, Mike Hamilton, our head of recruitment Ben Fosch, and, and all the age group coaches that we've had, we're just willing to to maybe challenge some of the like the football status quo and do things differently in development to see if we can eke out that extra, you know, one, two, or three percent. So whether it's the Richmond Park run or the weaker foot sock that they wear in in academy games, or whether it's the player led games that we do. Um, we've had good people willing to go above and beyond, willing to be different in some aspects, um, and and there is something special about the academy, it's, it's one of those things that you can't quite put your finger on. I, I certainly know it, having been here for eight years, when, when somebody leaves, and you, and you know you then catch up with them, they all say there is something special about Wimbledon, that they miss it, and... You know, somebody might leave to go to a a, a category, uh, an, an academy of a higher category, so they play a different games program, or they have more resources or better facilities. But they will always miss something special, and that's that intangible, you know, thing that you can kind of you, you can't put your finger on it, but you can smell and you can f- and, and feel it. Um, you know, I, I'll obviously let Ben touch upon some of the things that, that we're now doing in the academy at, at the younger ages, but um, we've just had a really really good good hard working culture. I think. Yeah.
2: I know all about the Richmond Run. I mean, I'm not saying I'm ever going to do it, but I know about the Richmond Run. But tell me about the weak, weak foot sock.
3: Yeah. So the weak foot sock. Um, some, if you turn up to our kind of under 14s down in the program, you'll see the the boys' weak foot sock will be a different colour. Um, you get a lot of other academy coaches asking why they got odd socks on. What's the reasoning behind it? Al. Main part of our reason behind it is to get our, pro, or our players to be the best two-footed players across Category 3 programme that we can. Um, and it's about, not kind of, it's about bringing it up to the level of their stronger foot rather than that just being a weakness that we're trying to improve. So it's about where we can bring it to the level of where we want their stronger foot to be so they're balanced and well off as a rounded footballer. So that will help when they get, obviously, up into the first team.
2: Interesting. Interesting concept. What makes us different? What makes us special? And, and what makes our academy thrive?
3: I was, the biggest thing for me, so coming in three and a half years ago, is just seeing, one, the attachment and the, and the culture of the environment that the academy brings, whether that's from the staff members that are in the building and some that are now at the building that have moved on to other professional clubs at higher categories or up into the first team. Um, but that then rubs off into the players, and that's what I think you're probably starting to see in the likes of your Jack Curries, the Sass, the Morgans, the
1: Parises that are coming through kind of the conveyor belt at the moment.
2: Looking forward to seeing Miss Bella back in the first team as well. Don't know about you?
1: Um, Huss is, is someone that I really enjoy working with. Um, so when I started my role working with the, with the young pros, which was three seasons ago, my remit from... Um, from Mark Robinson, then, and, and Mike Hamilton, was you know, the players would be out on loan, so they'd continue their development at step three, step two clubs, Tuesday, Thursday, and then play Saturday. On a Monday and a Friday, um, having a group for me of, of anywhere between, say, two and ten would allow me to continue some player and position specific type development so that they, that they didn't lose that. Um, and Hus was somebody that I worked with uh, in that first season have and have continued to work with. He brings great energy to the environment, he's driven, he sets high standards, he's, he's incredibly funny um but has a has a um uh, an approach where he he wants to continue developing and knows that there's areas of his game that he needs to tidy up on he's great to have around he's the glue that brings people together um yeah and great on the ball he's good he's he's got an excellent 1v1 skill set he's deceptive um he's tenacious you know in 1v1 areas in and out of possession um so hopefully the injuries are, are firmly behind him and he he's got you know, lots of football to look forward to.
2: Ben, would you concur with that?
3: Oh, 100%, and I think it leads back onto where we're embedding our learning in the foundation ages at the moment. So our younger boys from the age of 9 to 11, our whole programme is about their 1v1 development in and out of possession and their receiving under pressure. Um, And then that builds in as they go through our foundation phase of adding in being able to play with a friend, um, so playing in 2v2s, playing in 3v3s so playing much smaller formats much more ball rolling time, much more ball touches for them and that's probably, I think we're now kind of seeing that going through the academy of where our boys are now getting to on their development, being more comfortable with the ball and then adding that kind of more tactical input in the older ages rather than trying to embed that in at 9 and 10 we can be putting that in at 13, 14 into the boys and just kind of getting their fundamentals underneath them from a younger age.
2: It's interesting you refer to them as boys because obviously they come in as boys and they've progressed and they're progressing, they become young men and then men going to the first team. One question I've got and it's something which I, I, people have been talking to me about all weekend is that there's going to be maybe parents of young men listening to this podcast um, or there may be young Wimbledon fans thinking I want to play. I can play. I can. I can do it. I know my nephew would. He dreams about playing this football. What do you look for in an AFC Wimbledon academy boy?
3: For me, the f- the first thing you'll you'll see in a player is their attitude and desire and love to play football and that willingness. So it might be how hungry and aggressive they are to go and win the ball back out of possession and that desire to go and defend and to run for their team to want to get the ball back. But then it just flips when they're in possession of when they might now become calm, and, calm and collective on the ball, being really good decision-makers on when to dribble, when to pass, when to shoot. They might oppose fantastic ball striking. They might have really good game understanding and reading of game situations. They might recognise when to drop to create depth to then play the other way. So it might have that little bit of football IQ from a young age that you might not see in another
1: child? There's, um, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a whole complicated jigsaw, but it's uh, it, it's fascinating. And I think the other thing as well is, if for me, having spent now eight years at Wimbledon, you, you kind of need to be that long in... Um, Uh, within the club to see if you were right on those predictions that you've made like seven years ago five years ago three years ago you kind of need to see them progress but for me simply that like they've got to have a way a way to gain success on a football pitch their way could be different from others but there has to be something that that they call their own so whether they're you know incredibly quick and they're good at running with the ball or whether they're, they're a talented ball striker and their distribution's good or whether they create and they're good in 1v1 situations or good under time or space pressure Um, obviously we really value the social side so so is that individual able to ask and answer questions you know can they lead themselves are they able to communicate and give information to others you know do they show traits of Taking on challenge and seeing feedback as a positive rather than a criticism. Um, obviously, if you're physically like well developed, you know, and you and you're going to be six two, six three, then that massively helps. If you're not physically gifted, then you've got to be, you know, really quick. And if you're not physical or you're really quick, then you've got to be technically or tactically outstanding at, at, at what you do. Um, I mean, there's so, you know, there's so many other things into it. You know, we look at an individual's date of birth, that you know, their maturation, whether they've played any other sports, because that typically he- helps their you know, their athleticism and their, and their mobility. Um, but they've got to be able to handle the ball well, generally make good decisions about when and where to pass or dribble. They've got to be able to interpret space. Um, always spot a kid that's able to play forward. You know, you're always looking for somebody that can scan often. Yeah. And then some of it you can't put your finger on, you just think that he's got something, and then you, you kind of work that out later on.
2: Attitude-wise?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they've got to have football talent. Attitude will, will maximise the talent that they've got to have. I think every player has a ceiling somewhere, um, but I think sometimes a player's attitude prevents them from finding out where that ceiling can be or where that ceiling is. Um, you know, so if if you're not maybe the most naturally gifted or talented to begin with, then mm-hmm. your, your attitude has got to be outstanding. You know, simultaneously, like it, you know, if you're technically and tactically outstanding, then why wouldn't you want your attitude to be where it, it should be to maximise the you know the talent that you've got i 'm really excited with, with with where the 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 academy and the club have been and, and where we you know where we could go it 's a wonderful pathway that the players have now got into the first team, and that 's something that we 're really really proud of and credit to the first team staff for, for giving those players an opportunity but that that 's not something that we 're going to rest on our laurels we 're um you know, not everything that we do as an academy is is right. Sometimes we get some stuff wrong, but we are prepared to be different. And things like doing the Richmond Park run, or wearing two different coloured socks, or having games where the players play without coaches is you know are things that we think add significantly to their development. And I think not only is there a pathway for for players, but also for staff. And that's something that's you know that that's something that's a carrot for us to work towards. So we feel like we're contributing to something much bigger than ourselves. You know, being a fan-owned club and having a stadium back in in Wimbledon and having the story that we have, there's real meaning and attachment for me as a coach, let alone a, a, you know a player. So, um, no, I think I think for me, a re- like a really exciting time at the moment.
3: Yeah, I think just echoes that kind of attachment and culture of, to the club what it is to be a Wimbledon employee and a coach, but also what that feels like for our young men in the academy system. In the academy system, at the moment, and I feel there'll be other clubs where boys may be there and not actually feel there is a pathway through into their first team where I can 100% say at Wimbledon our boys know there is a clear pathway into the first team and where they can get into and they see the likes of your Sassu's and Morgans and Paris that have come through this year and there's another prop underneath ready to say I'm next and they're ready to be the next one. Delighted to say that
2: I'm joined finally by someone who asked my co-host what how long ago yeah a, a, a little while ago
4: yeah but we're here that's we're the here. main thing yeah we're here we're happy we're happy we're, so fine. we're thriving gonna yeah
2: Yeah. any other words you want to use to describe how we're feeling no let's just let's have it eh? rejuvenated. rejuvenated rejuvenated refreshed refreshed <laughs> looking forward to it
4: yeah, all <laughs> feeling positive yeah. delighted right.
2: to say that joining myself and the man himself jack curry is our hat trick hero he's back in the goals ali al is with us um how you going pal
5: good yeah good there yeah good i'm uh, just just the same to be honest I like, obviously nice to get a hat-trick but like i said you speak to people closer around me i think i've just been the same whether i've been scoring goals or not which is um i think is, is the most important thing for a striker or for any forward to be honest so yeah obviously happy like don't get me wrong i am happy to score my first professional hat-trick but just yeah, just more of the same. Hopefully no.
2: It's not been a bad few weeks for you though, in general. I mean, I know the goals took time to come, but they're always going to come. Yeah,
5: yeah. Like I said, I was I'm not worried. Like you know, I could go another four or five games. That's scoring. That's just that's just life of a striker. Um, I think again because of last season's success probably just probably a victim of that sometimes because people expect that all the time, which is which is what I want. Um, but yeah, like I said, been a good few weeks. The teams absolutely flying. We're playing so well at the moment and. The performances have just been topping it from from everyone. Like from yeah, from
4: big time. I'd say sort of now we have depth. We know if you're not performing, you're not going to get in the side, and that's sort of the level that we have to sort of set ourselves to in order to get where we want to get the season. Which I'm sure we both know is for promotion, really. So no, we've got a good squad. All the boys, not they're doing, and how well deservedly got his hat trick.
2: JC, tell us about Ali behind the scenes.
4: Oh, crap. Yeah, he's a, no, top lad, seriously, top lad. Um, I'll be honest if you want. <laughs> no, we, 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 brought, we brought
2: you in to give us the, the cost. Oh yeah, uh, no,
4: if he was bad, I'd say he was bad. Uh, it's barnet, from time to time, is a bit, you know, here and there, but... Uh,
5: Come on, that's sharp. Can't I say nada about the trim, surely not.
4: No, he's a, he's a top lad. He, you know, he's one that's sort of fitted in perfectly last year, came at the right time, and he was the one that sort of, you know, really kept us kept us in it and he's the one this year that we're looking to as well as a few of the other boys to, you know, drive us forward and he can do that. I mean he's got all the capability in the world and I wouldn't be surprised if we're sitting there in two years' time and he's in the Prem, do you know what I mean? It's like oh,
5: we're in the Prem bro. We're in the, prem,
2: we're in the yeah. prem. with the Duns, that's obviously it. yeah, with the Duns. That's
4: it. But yeah. no, I mean that's look how highly I think of him, that's how highly everyone thinks of him.
2: Ali Ali jumped on BBC London with me last week and he talked about how this club has become home. How, how does this club become home for someone?
4: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I've been here what eleven years, so it is literally my second home. So, uh, but no, I mean, yeah, look, everyone sort of—they all have a part to play. Everyone really knows, you know, sort of what they're doing I'm in order really to get su- <laughs> like to get success. But um, no, it's a family club. It always has been, and I think it always will be. And um, getting the right characters in as well is massively important.
2: Ali, if I send a Jack just a few minutes ago, my nan was here. Do you know what she called call him? Oh. She, she'd just call him a good boy. Good boy. Oh. He's a really good boy. <laughs> he is a good boy, isn't he? I, ask, I mean, you see everyone else like, rolling out here. I mean, this has been recorded pre-Harrogate. Yeah. So everyone's about to embark on their journey up. This is not oh. a good boy. Oh, yeah. are you this is the no, definition of the opposite yeah. of a good boy. <laughs> Josh, why, why are you not a good boy?
0: I don't know, I'm a very professional young man. I mean,
4: why would I not be
5: a good boy? No, you we were J- just saying like, oh, JC's J- 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 the I'm definition of a, a good boy. Sorry? It. Like, his, he said his nan would describe J C as a good boy. I'm a good boy, Jon. Whereas my nan probably wouldn't
2: describe Do you know as a, a good boy.
0: Do disagree. not think I'm a good boy? I disagree. I probably think he's, a cheeky boy. I think it's more of a facade. I think it's more putting it <laughs> As being a good boy, and as putting <laughs> on. Jo- Josh,
2: he, he's, he's taking his good. homework on a trip up to Harrogon. Alright, Skips. I
4: mean. It's a image. It's a image, mate. Okay. <laughs> I've seen players like
2: that before, it's image. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. looks solid. So i right, get this uh, man so in she this off please. Come, uh, I was
5: I was getting us. Please
2: please get him. he's got seeds. He's right, right. got seeds. come round,
6: Come round. got seeds. culture.
5: So we have we have these um me and O's, this is like Middle Eastern tradition. That Middle Eastern tradition. So it's a to just sunflower seeds season we Is was just yeah. This is
2: live. No, it's not live. It's it's been recorded. Yeah, it's live on BBC. Say 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 hello to everyone, all the listeners. How are we, guys? Bugle and beers. Omar's here. Um, tell us about the, the seeds. It's good stuff.
6: The it's block with them. I trust you. Once you start having them, you can't stop. So
5: death, the ones you
2: just sit there like, Can I have uh, a backpack? Out there, yeah, you can. You like it. Cheers. Unnecessary, really. But
6: yeah, it's good stuff. If you want some, let me know.
2: Omar, you enjoying playing up front with this man? That was a pause. I love it. I love
6: it. You can see the intensity, of the way we play. I'm happy when he scores. I feel I'm happier when he scores. <laughs> I scored myself. It's so <laughs> yeah, brilliant.
2: What is it with footballers and a hand bandage? Why are you all mad?
6: Oh, I've got a sore wrist.
2: No, you haven't. Oh, half,
6: apparently.
2: No, you've just—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's it's so in his head. Hobby, it's isn't in it? his head. It for is. Sure. It is. Um, we're, the poll we're running on this week's pod is: Is Jack Curry a good boy? Oh
6: yeah. It's,
2: it's, right so we've got I We have ask, two completely, ask, completely different If you ask
6: Lee Brown It's his, his view He's a very good player <laughs> He's got a lot to learn still by his, his, his I'm boy. just saying He just seems
2: like a lovely boy You'd want to take him oh, home To meet your boy, parents On a on a, on a, well, a Lovely boy Good boy Just Lovely's just a little bit up Isn't it from that
6: Yeah I would say he's a good boy
2: Would you take him home To meet your mum and dad
6: I'd probably make him Wade first Outside <laughs> wait he, I mean I know No <laughs> other
2: footballer Who does their homework On a bus
4: no. yeah, yeah I got my homework Yeah you
2: going to that's good point. Good point. Didn't he? Huh? For no, his work. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I thought he was winding me up earlier when you said, "Yeah, it.
6: that's no, good on him, isn't it?" If, if you shooting were up, shooting of the game, I would say. Uh, yeah. fi- Finally, because I know you've you
2: got to go, you got your how many bottles? Eight bottles of water. You're not. just, just for <laughs> him as well. yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you were to liken yourself and Ali to a combination of the past, a striking combination of the past, or any other combination, I'm thinking Phil and Grant, <laughs> Pepsi and Shirley. You probably don't know Pepsi and Shirley. Pepsi and Shirley. Um this any duet of it, the past any duet of the past, who would you liken yourself to?
6: Silver <clears throat> God, do you know what? Maybe I was gonna say the United boys. York and Cole.
5: Yeah. Yeah, That's a good little yeah, that's good that. Got mine, I'm, it. I'm
6: for I'm for that one. Yeah. But then, once again, like even my missus says, like, he's like he's like your
5: son, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, like my
6: dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: He's not even that old, but he's just like, he speaks he like He's yeah, 34, like but he's actually yeah not 29, yeah. You're a
6: legend.
2: You're a legend.
6: Uh, he take, he
5: takes care of us. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> he takes care of us, always does. Yeah, make sure you
2: drink your waters, boys. Well. Enjoy. And, and make sure Jack does his homework. Yeah. Good boy. Good
5: boy yeah. I think I think when you call someone a good boy in football, it's a bit different to what you're talking about. I don't
2: know, but I'm just oh, that's yeah. why I put it in context. So we put like
5: good boy is like, oh yeah, good boy. Yeah.
2: He's a good lad, is not he? Yeah,
5: yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like you know what good boy means in football, isn't it? it's more like yeah, a bit like a, what's the word? Condescending. Condescending.
2: Yeah, do you, do you want to be known as a good lad, a good boy? Top lad, top
5: lad, top lad, top lad. Top lad. Top
4: lad. Yeah, like that,
2: yeah. It's nice to have you back. Is it good to have him back? Unreal, yeah. Team squad?
5: Whoa! Don't leave it out me. That's my lift. <laughs> Wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Uh, was a couple of years the actually. question was, how good is it to have you oh, Honestly, uh, everyone knows JC's quality. I mean, no, I'm flattered for him to, to compliment me the way he because he's such a good player. And again, one who's been brought up through the system and just shows how good the academy here has been. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised as fellas playing in a prem. Um, um, with Wimbledon. With Wimbledon. Um, back yeah a such a good defender such a good like, can just like your modern day left back really and it's a pleasure to play alongside them and hopefully continue this journey together
2: nice awesome. any final remarks Jack anything you want to bring up any other business for the pod anything that's any gripes you've
4: got at the moment no gripes i'm happy i'm yeah. playing do you know what yeah. i mean like we're both playing we're doing well as a team so there's nothing more i could really want
2: ali any problems is, is daddy omar um, looking after <laughs> yeah, you? yeah yeah
5: is he he's a he's one special character but no yeah i think you know i think the one thing i'd say is just like just don't change the way you you, you act whether you know people are winning losing doing well not doing well i think it's important for people to just, just stay level like I mean, like, regardless of whether we're winning or losing, just make sure everyone's supporting each other and on the same page. Um, so that's really the most important because, you know, it's it's a long season. There's going to be ups, there's, there's going to be more downs, let's be honest. Like, hopefully not, but there will be points in the season where maybe we're not playing as well or results haven't gone our way. So just about sticking together through all those times and just, yeah, come out the end of it.
2: Ali's thought of the week on the official yeah. AFC Women and Podcast brought to I told you by I thought you've got a radio voice a yeah, yeah it does that's my yeah. job yeah, yeah, but you, it's, it's such a radio job. voice yeah, like it's, a, it's my job I know, I know. It's my job. I'm not going to say you've got plumber's hands that's Yeah, what, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a footballer yeah. you've got lovely feet what I can I think,
5: I think we'll get shouts yeah, of that for the end
2: yeah it is. time to good. Yeah. Good luck with your homework. Well nice done. One. Um. Aaron, thank you Ali, very much. Go, go and score some. It's been a pleasure. We right. love you lots. Right, nice Take Take care. Take care.
5: Thanks for listening to the official AFC Wimbledon podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from to get the latest episode the moment it drops.